don't know. I don't know what's going on. I've contacted Verizon, and we're getting a new. We're getting some new internet connectivity solutions in here. We were ranting and raving on Brees Hall, and I apologize for having the live stream cut out yet again. What I was trying to rant and rave about was that this man Brees Hall is worth a top. He's worth a top 15 overall pick if you look at upside alone. Like, that's where he should go. But nobody is taking him in even the top of the third round right now. So listen to me when I say, listen to me when I say, Brees Hall should not be taken in round two if you don't need to take him in round two. Brees Hall should be grabbed in round three, preferably mid to late round three. And for those of you saying, but Smitty, Michael Carter's there, Smitty, and I just don't know what to do. I'll tell you what to do, Bob. Michael Carter's the reason he's folding to round three, but that's baked in and accounted for. The Jets maybe bringing Hall along slowly is a risk factor, a dynamic at play here, but that's why he's falling. Every concern that a Brees Hall doubter has out there is accounted for and baked in to his value. There's no excuse or there's nothing that should scare you. Brees Hall's on his way to the moon. To the moon without question, without equivocation, without hesitation. This man is on the moon. To the moon. As is Cameron, who turned to 26 today. Happy birthday, Cameron. You didn't think I knew. I know all, Cameron. We're looking at a guy in Brees Hall that's camouflage. We're going to call him Camouflage Brees. Camouflage in the third round, sometimes fourth. Sometimes fourth round. This guy's camouflaged as a third or fourth round player because of the... But Schmitty to Michael Carter's there. Concern. Because the Schmitty the Jets are the Jets. Concern. Those things have him camouflaged as if he doesn't warrant top 15 overall value. Brees Hall is Najee Harris. Najee Harris is Brees Hall. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. We are looking at people, very confused people, pushing Brees Hall down. I'm ranting, but I'm really celebrating. I look upset, but I'm actually happy. Because we can get Brees Hall where we shouldn't be able to get him. Everybody needs to understand that this gift cannot get overlooked. Everybody in here has an obligation and a responsibility to utilize this gift that is set in front of your feet. Yes, James, hit the thumbs up button, please. Everybody that doesn't take advantage of Brees Hall, highway robbery, falling into the mid-third to fourth round range, you are dropping the ball big time in 2022. 
and it's going to be only your fault because I'm here yelling from the rooftops to tell you that Brees Hall has Najee Harris 2021 value. That Brees Hall, who's going in the third to fourth round for some dumb reason right now that I love, has the potential to be Najee Harris 2021. Meaning, he was laughed at when we took him at 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Laugh, we were laughed at. Laughed at. You guys are ridiculous. You're going to be sorry. Don't you remember Clyde? Don't you remember Clyde? Is, it's exactly the same year after year. If Clyde busted, then that means all rookies must bust. Right, Smitty? Wrong, Bob. Now, I'm not telling any of you. Please. Please. Don't go out there in our mock drafts upcoming, probably tonight. Don't go out there in the best ball drafts you should be doing at underdog using promo code SMITTY. Go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Click on the underdog banner, which is linked to promo code SMITTY. Or if you're at underdog, use promo code SMITTY. And play in these best ball drafts, $25 entries. 25 buckaroos gets you into a $10 million contest. $10 million in prizes. These are the prizes on underdog. Unbelievable. $2 million to first place. $1 million to second place. $500,000, $200,000, $100,000, five all the way down. If you finish 301st to 400, you get, you get what, $3,700? I got, hey, mom. Hey, ma. Meatloaf, ma. Hey, ma, by the way, ma. I finished 300 and I finished 400th place, Ma. Well, son, that sucks. 400th place? You're a moron. You're not getting any meatloaf. But Ma, 400th place gets you a grand. Well, shit, you didn't tell me that. My son's a genius. Hey, Ma, I finished uh, 199th place. That's not very good! Ma, uh, 199th place gets you $37.50 on Underdog. We can pay for meatloaf for years. That's my son! My son's a genius! <laughs> Do you not understand what we're dealing with here? The biggest best ball, Mania 3, prizes galore right in front of your face. Your ma's gonna be proud of you. Make your mother proud. Make her proud. Don't you want your mother to be proud of you? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Click the underdog fantasy link. Okay, I'm going to drop the link in the chat as well and pin it right now, the live chat. Go there. Make your mother proud. Do it. Do it. Get in these best ball drafts with me because we're literally, we want to have our community have one of these big massive prizes. 
I mean, we're gonna brag. We're gonna brag. Your mother's gonna brag. Everybody's gonna brag about you when you drop a big monster prize. Play underdog. I'm pinning it right now. Play underdog. Use code Smitty. That is pinned in the chat right now. Make your mother proud. She's making meatloaf for you, for goodness sake. But my point is that, do I want you walking into one of these best ball drafts and and be like, I'm going to take Brees Hall at number 15 because Smitty said he's the best? No. No. Use the ADP to your advantage. Use the pre-rank list. When you're sitting there and Brees Hall's the 15th running back, not overall, 15th running back, and you're on the clock, you better not take Brees Hall or you will, my friend, be taking... No, when you're sitting there and Brees Hall is 10 running backs away and 20 overall players away, you wait. You wait like a shark. You attack like a monster. You grab this guy, Brees Hall, in your underdog fantasy drafts using promo code Smitty, trying to win that $10 million piece of those that $10 million, the $200 million, or the $2 million bag. Um, anyway, Brees Hall rant is concluded. The live stream number two is is fully underway. For all we know, the live stream is going to end again. I've got Verizon on the way. Verizon is coming to uh, tell me what my options are. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. We need a new Wi-Fi setup here. We need new internet access because this stupid dropping once every four live streams. This has been like two or three days this week, though. That it just cuts out. And it's not that it's bad service. It's interrupted service. Which makes a live stream kick. It makes a live stream kick the can. You're in a, li- you're in a live stream. And there's interruption. It just ends. Unbelievable. We do some private drafts on Underdog. Yeah, we do. We'll probably do an Underdog draft tonight. So if you, those of you that have not been involved in it click the link now i've pinned it in the chat i've pinned the link in the chat if you want to do the underdog best ball drafts tonight make sure you click the link now make your your ten dollar minimum deposit now use promo code smitty get ready you have to use promo code smitty or the link i provided in the chat get ready now so that you don't have to i don't know like try and figure this out last second and miss a spot because sometimes we jump in, there's a couple of the random people in the draft and there's seven spots available. It goes down to six really quick, five, four. And if you're not signed in and ready to go and you've got to sign up, you're going to miss the draft. You're going to go, hold on, wait, Smitty, I haven't signed up yet. <laughs> so anyway, better get a discount on your next bill, Smitty. I don't think they're giving me anything, bro. We're just going to have to leave uh, and, and go to a new provider. Okay, so... Let's go through some of the news. And now for the news. In the news today, we have uh, David Johnson. who tried, tried out for the Saints. He apparently didn't make it. Unfortunate, we couldn't come to terms, but appreciate the Saints for the opportunity. Journey to be continued. David Johnson... God, what a fall from grace, man. This guy was so good for a short period of time in Arizona. We sent him to Houston. He just fell off the face of the earth so quickly. David Johnson, he was so good. He was a top four overall player. Some would say number one, you know. 
But running backs fall off like that. I talked about this on Twitter Spaces last night with a bunch of people, um, good people on Twitter, that, that the running back position in today's age, it's players are so abused. You can't get me to rant on, on, on Kenny Walker again, Kenny. Now you're trying to bait me. But running backs are so abused. And it starts from an earlier age now. Players hit harder. Players, in some cases, are bigger and stronger. Um, line, linemen are bigger, heavier, faster. And every carry you take, you have your knees and your body taking, you know, thousands of pounds of, of force into the ground. Running backs just get abused. They ended up, they end up getting completely annihilated. Oliver wants to know Brees Hall or Jalen Waddle round four. Brees Hall for me. I love Waddle, but Brees Hall for me. Brees Hall is an absolute steal. I've already, I've already done the rant, bro. I did the the rant on the board. You can see it right there. On the board, very far away, in the top right. But if you pass on Brees Hall in round four, you've just been Smitty disapproved. You have an obligation. An absolute obligation to take this man in round four if he's sitting there. Brees Hall. To the moon. DeAndre Swift. To the moon. Kenneth Walker. To the moon. Cameron, our 26-year-old B-Day boy. Cameron, baby. Cameron turned 26. Today, Cameron's mother... Today is a day that Cameron's mother and father had a special night. They made Cameron 26 years ago to probably some nice, you know, cool jazz. And Cameron was born on this day. Gibby or Hall? Give me Brees Hall. But I like Gibby. I like Gibby a lot, but give me Brees Hall. Where are we at here? So was Zeke Smitty. So was Zeke what? What, what, am, what? Bro, we're like two minutes away from that conversation. I have no idea what we're talking about. Please clarify. Please please uh, give me some clarification on that bad boy. So was Zeke good? Are you talking about David Johnson? When we're talking about David Johnson? Jets fantasy playoff schedule. To the moon, says Prime. Rondell Moore. I like Rondell Moore a lot, bro, but it's going to be hard to find consistency for him. Rashad White to the moon. To the moon. You can get me on that one every time, James. You can get me every time. Uh, here's some some uh, some fines. $100,000 to uh, Mike McCarthy. Organized activities. Um, looks like these guys are playing too tough. They don't like it. They're fining McCarthy. And they're also fining... Well, what do you know? Ron Rivera gets fined 100 k <laughs> Only fitting. Only fitting. Del Rio gets fined 100 k Ron Rivera should be fined 100 k There you go. <laughs> Karma at work. <laughs> it looks like the football team, the commanders, and the Cowboys are practicing too tough. 
Jahan Dotson has reportedly looked electric in practice. That's great news for Washington Commander fans out there. Only problem is you've got, like the Dolphins have, a pea shooter delivering the football to the weapons and arsenal that you have. Gibson, McLaurin, Dotson, a lot of talent, a lot of talent, a lot of talent. Now you got Robinson in the backfield as well. You've got McKissick, who's a very, very underrated, utilized, uh, unutilized weapon. They'll probably utilize him a lot, but I mean he he's he's a he's a he's a beast. Uh, McKissick. I mean, you got a lot of weapons, and you got Carson Wentz, who has talent at least, but horrible decision making. And I think we're probably looking at a very disappointing quarterback showing overall for the Washington commanding football team. <laughs> for the presidents. Uh, but, but I mean, Dotson looks like he's got good upside. If the commanders just landed Russell Wilson, they, they'd be potential division winner, even over the Cowboys. I love the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to have a good year. I'm not saying the Cowboys are a playoff, you know, caliber team like they, they're the kind of team that's going to make the playoffs have a great record and then they could drop the ball during the season or during the, the the postseason but and I'm not saying they can't turn that around either I'm just saying that's kind of what we know of the Cowboys right now until they prove otherwise they're going to ball out during the year they're going to be one of the best offenses during the the regular season and then we'll see what the Cowboys can do once they get into the playoffs but the Cowboys I think will win the division this Washington football team was a Russell Wilson away from being a division winner. And I know they tried really, really hard. I know they tried really, really hard to get a quarterback. They tried to, they called up and said, hello, hello. Uh, yeah, Kansas city. We want to know, can Patrick Mahomes come out and play? No, you won't let him come play. Okay. Hi. Yeah, um, is Tom Brady available? No? Okay, this is the the Washington commanding football team. Okay, thank you. Okay, so Mahomes, no. Hold on, let's go to the marker board. Let's go to the marker board. Mahomes? No. Brady? No, they won't let Brady come play. I know. Next up, Wentz. Hi, Indy. Is Carson Wentz available? Absolutely. Oh, you mean, yeah, he is, maybe. Okay. We'll take him. Couple ham sandwiches? Absolutely. Cold or hot? Yeah, buddies. <laughs> pea shooter. This guy's a pea shooter. I mean, he's got an arm. He's got some talent for sure. But it's not going to work out. It's probably not going to work out. Unfortunate. Hollywood Brown, I, I hear different rumblings from fan bases that are very much closer to the situation than fan bases that are not and I hear I have little birdies whispering in my ear that this may or may not happen I'm hearing all different kinds of things on McLaurin but 
the word is that they're trying very hard to get a deal done very, very soon. The other word is, is McLaurin wanting to do the deal? Is McLaurin wanting to even be in Washington? Now, ultimately, he doesn't have a lot of leverage. So let's say McLaurin's attitude is very like defensive. And I, uh, I don't know if I want to be here. What's his alternative? If they don't trade him, he could potentially, like Debo, be like, okay, I would, li- I would like to have uh, you know a trade. I would like to initiate a trade. Trade me. Request a trade. He could do that. But what's it going to do? I, I mean, they, they don't want to trade him. They've said but they don't want to trade him. Now, Pete Carroll said... Pete Carroll... Pete Carroll said this. Where's Pete Carroll? Where's Pete Carroll when you need him? Let's see. Where's Pete Carroll when you need him? Pete Carroll said this. Come on, Pete. Pete, you're holding up the show. Pete Carroll said, we're not trading Russell Wilson. We are not trading Russell Wilson. And what happened about a week later, they traded Russell Wilson. So let's not pretend that we live in an offseason where it's very predictable. Because at this point, we have no clue. I can't find the Pete Carroll image now. Damn it. So could McLaurin get traded? Absolutely. Hit the thumbs up button on your way in the door. Appreciate you. 85 of you in here. 85 of you in here. That's Cap Smitty. What's Cap Smitty? McLaurin to the Jags. I hope not. I, that would be... I mean, that that's not a horrible place, but I would much rather... Yeah, that'd be better. That'd be better than the Washington football team with Carson Wentz and everything. And that would be good for Dotson. Dotson would be able to really take off, you know, and be the number one. But I, I, I think the best place for either DK or McLaurin, if they were able to force an initiated trade, the best place would be the Chargers. Imagine DK Metcalf catching footballs from Justin Herbert. Imagine Terry McLaurin catching footballs from Justin Herbert. Now, I don't want the DK scenario to play out because I actually would rather DK, who could survive a little better than the average wide receiver with bad quarterback play because of his catch radius, because this man can literally... This man can literally... He's got a wingspan that can literally go from wall to wall palms on my studio catch radius that allows him to catch a football if it's anywhere in this room a ball could go anywhere in this room dk metcalf can catch it dk metcalf can grab anything every single pass in this room his catch radius is through the roof so dk metcalf can better survive bad quarterback play and in turn help out Kenny Walker. I want Kenny Walker to have as much room to run as possible. I want defenses to be kept as honest as possible. And, and DK's a big component of that. 
DK stretches the field. DK can bring in a big-name quarterback. If you don't have DK there, think about this. If you guys think, okay, we'll, we'll deal with this later. You know, trade trade DK, and we, this can be rebuilt. No, because if you've got DK there, quarterbacks will want to come play football in Seattle. He'll be a, a nice little lure. He'll lure people in. Hit the like button, says David. Where were we? Will Smith, the like button. Hit the like button. What's up, Tanner? Appreciate you being here. Smitty kind of diesel. Okay, I think I like that. I'm, I'm, I, dude, I'm so out of shape. You're gonna watch me get ripped and swole over the next couple weeks. We've got the pull-up bar right here, bro. Right now, I could probably only do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right now, we can only do eight. Your boy, Smitty, is going to work real hard to get to 20. Give me some time. Give me some time to get there. This 19 blasted me. I was at 14, 12 to 14. The 19 took me out pretty hardcore. Took me hardcore out. I could have done nine. I needed you here to coach me, bro. I think I could have done nine too. I regret it. I regret giving up. I regret it. Chucky says I did not do any full extensions. Chucky, turn on your webcam and show us your pull-ups, young man. Don't pass out, big dog. Don't worry. Fellow big dog, I'll be fine. Where are we at? More news to go over. Deshaun Watson. According to Pro Football Talks, Mike Florio. He reports there's a divide that's intensifying in the league office over handling Deshaun Watson's potential suspension. I'm going to be out of breath for a couple minutes here. Doing 80 pull-ups. 80. <laughs> Doing 8 pull-ups uh, is tough. Chucky says he's 70 years old. Doesn't matter. You can't come in talking smack about my form, Chucky. And then use the old I'm 70-year-old line. Um... The NFL is going to come down hardcore on Deshaun Watson. If anybody thinks this guy's playing week one, they're out of their mind. Even in a world where this NFL decision-making is inconsistent and they literally can surprise us and they're not consistent with their decision-making, they could definitely say one thing about one player. They can suspend Calvin Ridley for a full entire year and come in with 26 pending civil cases against him with all kinds of crazy 
accusations and admissions from Deshaun that a lot of it went down um, just a different way in his perspective. But you have literally 26 pending cases, and who knows? The NFL could absolutely be like, yeah, we'll deal with this later. He can play week one. I mean, that's it's possible, but I think that's like a, a 5% chance. I'm just saying it's possible we live in a world where the, the, the NFL organization, Roger Goodell, definitely could surprise us. We live in that world. But this is intensifying. As, as this verbiage here suggests, it's getting worse every single day. It's unraveling more and more. Deshaun Watson's most likely going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, probably over 30 cases by the end of July pop up because you have over reportedly now 100 of these situations that Deshaun Watson created for himself. We have 66 cases or 66 situations that some people feel comfortable reporting is is the number, but we've heard other reports that suggest that it could be not 66 but upwards of 100. And if two people of our four people have already come forward due to the HBO special, what do you think is going to happen in the next year? And there's a statute of limitations on being able to come forward that ends in March of 2023. That means that let's say Deshaun Watson were to settle with all 26 cases tomorrow. He could have 10 new cases emerge the very next day. He could have 50 new cases emerge the very next day. And you've got to ask yourself this honest question. If Deshaun Watson settled with 26 individuals and there's even one or two people out there that didn't come forward and they see these individuals get a $200,000 check each. Do you think that those people aren't going to come forward? Um, and innocent, guilty, doesn't matter. The NFL is going to react. And the NFL is going to react based on personal conduct policy, not based on innocent innocence or guilt. The innocence or guilt part may never be something that we even are able to dig into because it's in civil. It's different. But if anybody thinks that the four new cases or any new cases that arise from the potential 66 to 100 situation like pool of people, if you think that, that, that criminal cases can't emerge, you aren't looking at the facts because the bottom line is the DA will take a poke at each one of these four, pardon that pun, each one of these four individual situations and decide whether they need to move forward and look at criminal. Now, it, he's got to be indicted. It sounds to me, and I've heard people tell me, and I'm very close to a lot of people in this situation that are tied to, to people that are close to the situation. There's a lot of degrees of separation, admittedly. Like, no one knows anybody directly involved in the case but i have a lot of connections over my 20 years and a few degrees of separation these people can relay information that sometimes is accurate sometimes is not accurate but what i'm hearing is that the reason watson was not indicted that the grand jury didn't move forward was not because of 
presumed innocence or that there was no evidence at all. It was that it's going to be hard, even with the evidence that's there, that's clear evidence that wrongdoing took place. There would be at least enough doubt, like doubt because maybe not all of the evidence is completely airtight, that they didn't want to tie up this system and the money that would be involved and how much how much time and, and pain and anguish would go into these cases if they predicted they probably would have a, a like a, a good likelihood of failing. And that that does suggest there's some you know uh, uh it, it does suggest that okay the case isn't strong and that's why it didn't go forward. So there is that that side of it if you want to say like and defend it Sean Watson and say well the case was so weak they didn't want to move forward with it. That's true. But it isn't because there wasn't evidence. The Houston Police Department reportedly has according to some reports evidence of wrongdoing, evidence that crimes were committed and that's what the the DA and the criminal stuff was looking at but is it airtight is it good enough to to actually convict apparently not and that's why those cases those particular 10 to 11 cases did not move forward and he was not indicted but the four new cases have different evidence every single situation will naturally have different evidence and every single situation is a different case Deshaun Watson I predict doesn't play 2022 and I predict the league does some 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 sort of paid leave indefinitely. And the indefinite leave, the indefinite suspension protects the NFL. The paid leave protects Watson in a sense saying, hey, there is some responsibility that we, the NFL, have to not condemn this man when he's innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. And therefore, we're going to put him on paid leave because there's no way the NFL... And let's be honest, as much as some people want to say, look, I've made my determination. I've made my determination about Watson, if you have or not. I'm not saying I have. I'm saying if you feel you've made your determination about Watson, um, you still need to be able to say we should live in a world where you're innocent until proven guilty. And the best step that the NFL can take to protect the NFL, the integrity of the NFL, because he did violate personal conduct policy. Let's stop pretending that Deshaun Watson setting up maybe 60 to 100 case or situations where random people have been targeted. Targeted. Random people have been targeted. If you don't think Watson targeted these individuals, you are blind to the fact that he actually went after individuals that needed money that, that the amount of money he's giving them for a, a random massage was so good that it was an important amount of money to them. Unlike a business that operates for Houston to give massages to athletes that makes millions of dollars of, a year, they're not going to look at what Deshaun Watson was offering money-wise as an influential factor in not saying anything or moving forward with an uncomfortable situation. He targeted... Whether he's innocent or guilty, he still targeted certain individuals that may or may not have been starstruck, needed money, and would be more likely to not say anything in an uncomfortable situation. You can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. But that is 
that is the case that he went after individuals in those situations. Now, whether he did anything like attacked or forced or whatever, that is what the court will decide if it was to go down the criminal track or in the civil case, they'll decide that the burden of proof is different. The whole thing's different. Civil is completely different than criminal. But if if he was to go to criminal with, let's say, that one of the four new cases because the DA will look at it, then we'll find out, you know, what's what. But to say he didn't target individuals is crazy. That's that's we already know that's true. To say that he didn't do a lot of these things, but from a consensual perspective on his from his angle, we already know he's admitted that he's admitted that people of multiple people have cried leaving his massage. Multiple people have cried leaving his massage. I mean, look, I want to I want to defend innocence until proven guilty. But we have to acknowledge certain things that the NFL is going to step in and say, look, paid leave, come back when it's all finished. But you cannot be here. You cannot be on the field. And the Cleveland Browns have verbiage, according to Pro Football Talk, that can void this deal. How hard it's going to be to void it. Court, good luck getting the the $46 million you already gave to Deshaun Watson. Good luck getting that back. But the Browns will attempt to recoup their money and void the deal if he's suspended for any reason relating to the four new cases. Deshaun Watson, in my opinion, is done for 2022, potentially done for the rest of his career. He will be suspended indefinitely with or without pay, probably with pay at first. They'll probably take a look at it again. But he's done for 2022. The NFL is hypocritical? Absolutely, McVact. But it doesn't, I mean, that's the thing is, I think a lot of people that defend Deshaun Watson, and I believe you are a defender of Deshaun Watson, and I appreciate you being in here defending, you know, liberty, free, you know, freedom, innocent till proven guilty. Like, I, I get all that. I respect it. But I think there's a way to see both sides here. There's a way to be like innocent to proven guilty, yes. But wrongdoing, absolutely. Putting the, the league in a very bad spot, 100%. Baker Mayfield, uh, CBS Sports is reporting that the Panthers are still doing due diligence in terms of looking into Baker Mayfield, a football player, and the person. They want to make sure they're bringing in a good dude. Uh, Brian Barnes says, am I in the Cooper Cup League? Uh, are you one of the individuals that hasn't responded, Brian? Uh, let me check. I don't see you in the Cooper Cup League, Brian. Did you want to be in the Cooper Cup League? We may actually have one opening. I'm not positive. I think we do, Brian. So if you want in, drop a $20 super chat. First person to drop a $20 super chat will get in. I appreciate you looking at both sides there, McFact, and I'm glad you're a new subscriber. I appreciate you. I've seen you in here for a little bit. So in in a way, though, Brian, in a way, or I'm sorry, in a way, though, McFact, you almost need to take a baby lap for not subscribing the first time you came in. Take a lap. Take, but take a lap. very take glad a lap. Take, to take, have take you here now. Andrew, the league hasn't done anything yet. 
Let's go to the voicemails. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. Jim. Seems to be a lot of great value at wide receiver between rounds four, five, and six. And two of the wide receivers that I really like that I'm trying to decide between is Michael Pittman and Mike Williams. Between those two guys, who do you like best this year in redraft? Um, Mike Will. And and Mike Will and versus Pittman. Already sent a super chat somebody. Okay, uh, Brian, send me your email address right now and I'll put you in that spot. Okay, DM me real quick. <clears throat> and if you've already DM me, give me a bump. Give it a bump. Pretty Richie. Um, thank you for dropping that. Pretty Richie, I think we may have another spot. Uh, it's one of the, It's already drafted, but you'll be able to jump into that spot if the person doesn't respond. So pretty Richie DM me on Instagram right now. Um, Mike Williams versus Pittman. I I really believe that this is going to create a little controversy here, but I'm going to go Mike Williams. I know a lot of you think Pittman's a fourth round player. I don't, I don't even, I'm uncomfortable drafting Pittman in round five. And yet many of you are taking him in round four. So we, we see, Pittman and, and, and his situation a little bit differently. doesn't mean I don't think he has upside. It doesn't mean I don't think Pittman could become an absolute monster. We're going to go way over today's show. I'm going to turn off the timer because we are, uh, we're going to go way over the show time today. We're not ending. We're not doing, we're staying. We're staying. We're staying. We're staying. Um, Pittman's got potential. Pittman's got a quarterback. He could be a, a, a high-end wide receiver too. I like him a lot. I think Alec Pierce is the number one wide receiver there by week 10. It's going to take Alec Pierce a lot a time to, to, to climb up. Uh, Pretty Richie, again, appreciate you. DM me right now, pal. Look at Pretty Richie dropping a 20. And he says, you are amazing. You're amazing, Pretty Richie. <clears throat> Verizon to the moon. Let's hope so. To the moon. Let's hope so, because we're 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 this internet connection's been been pissing us off. Um, Pierce to the moon. To the moon. Love Pierce. Mike Williams was a number one wide receiver in fantasy football for how many weeks straight? Because there was a time where everyone was saying this guy was a top six to ten wide receiver. And it was a string of games in the beginning of the year. Um, let's take a look at it. Mike Williams. Let's pull up his game log from last year and see what Mikey boy was up to. Mike Williams. Los Angeles Chargers. Game log. Look at this bad boy's game log through how many weeks? I mean, he was dropping serious load loadage all over the field to start the year off. 
He took a big dip. Let me put his whole game log up so we can really grasp the, the decline as well. Let's be fair and look at Mike Williams' entire um, season. Where did that... I just screenshotted it. Where did it go? Download. Oh, that's why. Okay, here's Mike Williams' game log. Week 1, 12 targets, 82 and 1 touchdown. Week 2, 10 targets, 7 catches, 91 yards and a touchdown. Week 3, 9 targets, 7 catches, 122 and 2 touchdowns. Week 4, 1 catch for 11 yards. Week 5, 8 catches for 165, 2 touchdowns and 16 targets. Then he had a 27-yard game, then a bye week, and then a complete kind of drop well not a complete drop off he still had uh, 97 yards and a touchdown in week 11 110 in week 13 119 and a touchdown in week 18 the week before that week 17 63 and a touch I mean it's still a good year that's still a really good year you know he didn't he dropped off in terms of those touchdowns but look at the look at that start weeks one through five even with the 11 yard game the, the question I have for people is, what makes you think he can't do it again? You know, I know he's been inconsistent. I know he's hard to trust. But if anybody's got the quarterback play and at least a track record showing it's capable, it's Mike Williams. Like, Mike Williams is probably the... Yeah, he did get hurt too. Andrew made a good point. That's probably why some of the decline happened. But Mike Williams is probably the most undervalued wide receiver in fantasy football 2022 that falls to a certain like deep part of the draft you know like what's his adp his adp um is probably around let me see if i can find let me see if i can find uh, consensus data on him mike williams is going on average according to consensus data Around wide receiver 20 and about 50 overall. So 50 overall puts him at fourth round range. That can't be right. That that's no that can't, it's got to be round five. I don't think he's going around four. That data is a little fun, funky. <clears throat> um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say. Okay, Brian, stand by. I'm going to give you uh, details after the show, okay? So check your DM after the show, and I'll, I'll definitely hit you back, okay? Appreciate you. You're probably going to get... Let me tell you who who you're going to get, what player you're going to get, because you're going to be in a spot that might have already... I'm sorry that fell through the cracks somehow. Um, but you're going to get... Oh, no, you're still going to be on the clock for the first time at pick 87. So you, ha you won't have drafted yet. So you'll be good, bro. You'll be good. You're in pick 87. 87 is technically like... I don't know what's 80 so 87 divided by eight copies of every player that puts you at 10.8 you'll be drafting at 10 so that's that's good that's a great spot that's probably one of the better spots 10 11 12 love those spots so i'll, I'll dm you right after ultimately I, I don't trust Pittman, bro um i trust mike williams a little more because he's done it and he is the the best quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion, and, J and Justin Herbert. Him and Josh Allen are in Burrow. They're all really close, but I'm going to say Herbert's the NFL MVP this year. I'm going to say Herbert's the division winner in the AFC West. 
I'm going to say Herbert and the Chargers make it to the Super Bowl. Whether they win or not, we'll address that later. But this boy, Herbert, is going to be tossing the rock to somebody. And Keenan Allen isn't exactly, I don't know, guaranteed to stay healthy. So give me Mike Williams. Great question. Great question. Bruce. Hey, Smitty. Is it okay to like injury plagued, I guess, I assume, players? Or is that wrong to like an injury player? Like, I like Tunyon this year, but he's got hurt a lot. Injured players. Um, it's case by case, Bruce. There's no, I mean, of course you don't go after a player that has a proneness to injury. Like, in my opinion, Saquon Barkley is going to be very injury prone. In my in my estimation, Mike Thomas is a very, very injury-prone player. In my opinion, um, Christian McCaffrey is now borderline. I say borderline because you you could make an argument that his injuries were one injuries that, that might not be the worst injuries in the world. They just happened to take him out. They weren't like injuries that, that felt like any one of them was a repetitive situation. Like Dalvin Cook's injury prone. Dalvin Cook has a torn labrum. We've gone through this over and over on the show. Dalvin Cook, if this is your labrum and this is your ball and socket, right? So your your labrum is kept inside. Your labrum keeps this ball inside the socket. This is a kind of a poor but good example because it gets the point across. Without the labrum, this is the seal, this ball would slide right out of the socket. Like that. It would just come right out. But this labrum is keeping it inside the socket. Dalvin Cook has ripped this out. And there's all kinds of damage to the point where this could come out who knows how many different ways. Meaning you have your labrum torn here. So if this ball gets rotated this way it's got a clear path out because of that tear he might have we don't know we're guessing dalvin cook might have tears all over his labrum and he's very injury prone one huge hit and dalvin cook that ball comes right out of that socket um in general bro no stay away from injury prone players like if they're injury prone that means they're gonna likely get hurt if somebody's had an injury let's say you feel that etn had an injury but etn's not going to be injury prone then drafting an in, a player coming off injury i'm okay with but it's case by case etn there's risk but i love them and i'm all in derrick henry I'm very cautious to go near him because his value is so high and his mileage is screaming. I will never, ever, ever be the same. That's what his mileage is telling us. His workouts, how big the man is, it influences people. It makes you want to ignore all that. I get it. I understand it. In some ways, I feel the same way. It, like in, in a certain draft slot, like 10 I might, I might take Derrick Henry. Like, I'll take Derrick Henry in one league. I've admitted that in case I'm wrong. But logic tells you, mathematics, the historical data, science, as Jesse Pinkman would say, all of it tells you that his 
400-plus carry season that was a 2,000-yard season is going to make him break. And and he broke. He broke. You could call it freak. You could say it was a foot injury. No, you can't predict that. You could say he looks amazing running up a hill right now. He's got chains around his neck, and he's he's doing massive things. He did a lot of those things last year, and he broke. So stay away from injury-prone players. Don't stay away from injuries. It's case-by-case. Case. Good question. Hey, Smitty Silver. Where do you rank Kyler Murray now about the news about him being in camp, being in OTAs, and then talking about getting a contract extension going on? You got him top five QB or top six, seven? Where you got Kyler slated in at? Kyler, it's a good question. Kyler Murray, um, if I had to, like, pinpoint a, a ranking for Kyler... Like let let's get out let's get out the rank let's do a rank, one Herbert, two is going to be Allen, three Burrow, and you really could argue any of those three being number one. I, I don't really I don't really need to like debate it. Mahomes is probably still four, even though he's lost you know his 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 top weapon in Tyree Kill. He's still got Kelsey. He's still got a bunch of weapons. He's still an amazing quarterback. And I, I don't, I'm not one that's going to take him out of my top four. I'm going to drop him down to the bottom of the tier, which is tier one. And tier one is capable. Any one of those quarterbacks is capable of being number one. Um, I think this is where number five, where Kyler could live, where Trey Lance could jump up and surprise the world. Lamar Jackson could live here. Jalen Hurts could come up and be the number four or number five. Tom Brady could, could return for, for one more big monster year. Um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers will breach this this area. Um, so here's here's the ranking. Sorry, I didn't put it on the screen yet. This is what it looks like to me when I'm breaking it down. Herbert, Allen, Burrow, Mahomes, and then literally you could argue Lamar, Kyler, um, Hertz, Brady, Dak, if you wanted to. Russell Wilson could be that high. You could argue Aaron Rodgers, but I won't. I think Trey Lance could flirt with five to seven. So Kyler's definitely in the mix for fantasy football wise, five to 10. Now he's been creating a perfect storm, a black cloud over his situation all off season. It makes him a little risky, but he is coming back around. And as I've always said, I've ripped on Kyler over and over. I've called him juice box, Kyler, Kryler Murray, creating a black cloud over his head. His season could be very, very much one of disappointment because of a self-made situation. I've said that over and over. But I've also said at the end of every single one of those rants, he could come around if he puts his head down, shows up, shows leadership. They got him Hollywood Brown. If he plays happy and he doesn't play with this, you know, grudge and, and, and upset attitude and everybody's out to get him and he's by himself. He's not a team he's not a teammate. He's he's the guy. Everybody else is playing around him. He it's his world. Everybody revolves around him. Like if that's how he attacks it, he's going to have a horrible year. But if he comes in and does what he's been doing silver, which he has been doing, keeping his head down, playing, you know, going through the motions, then then I think he could return to top 5 to 10 form so right around five six seven right around five six seven Tariq hey Smitty happy Friday too and happy Friday to everyone in the chat I hope everyone's doing well 
I'm not sure if he got to this question or if this question got buried in the messages the last couple of days in the voicemail chat. But I'll ask it again. Um, being that Kyler Murray is potentially going to get the bag uh, if and when he gets paid, uh, is he going to set the quarterback market? And if so, how is it looking for Lamar Jackson into getting the bag? And how much do you think he might get to set the bag or set the mark? Thanks, Bob. Um, I think uh, I think Kyler Murray definitely could set the market. Um, I think he definitely could become like the highest paid per year or something like that, but then not get the biggest amount. Like it's tough to know. There's two different components: guaranteed money, total contract, three different total contract, guaranteed money, and then per year. Um, I think he'll flirt with the top spot in one of those categories, but maybe not both. Um, he certainly will get I think what he wants he'll he'll be plenty happy with what they offer him I think he's been in such a rut and he's been in such a like I'm not going to get paid I'm not going to get the money I'm not going to get the money that he'll accept what whatever they end up offering him at the end of the day he's not going to walk away he might negotiate a little bit try and play tough to get you know to exceed certain numbers and be the highest paid across two categories of those three but but it's tough to know what the the deal is going to really look like I think Per year, he's going to flirt with the top one to four overall uh, quarterback salaries. Do I think he'll be number one and set the entire market? Maybe not. I don't know if the Cardinals are willing to pay him that much. They could, but we'll, we'll have to see. And Lamar, Lamar doesn't want to be signed right now. He could change his tune just like the Cardinals said they don't want to sign Kyler, and now they do. Who knows? You know, everybody says something different every other day. And a lot of it's posturing, a lot of it's smoke to try and initiate talks and get a deal. But Lamar basically has made it very clear that he doesn't want to sign a long-term deal yet. He would rather play out his fifth-year option than get franchise tagged potentially multiple times because Lamar isn't, in my opinion, certain he wants to stay in Baltimore. He he kind of wants to. He he made he was asked a question yesterday: Do you want to stay in Baltimore? And he said, Yeah. You know, he's basically said, yeah, I, I do. I do. I, I think I want to stay here. Yeah, I, I see it, you know. So he clearly answered that question. But what are you going to say? No. You know, Lamar had his number one wide receiver traded away. And he wasn't exactly happy about that. Lamar Jackson was not, has not been pleased with certain things that the organization has done here and there. And while they built the defense well, they had a good draft. I think it depends on how he feels the offense is going to develop. If he's going to get the weapons he needs. Are they going to go after a bigger name wide receiver for him later? I know some of you love Bateman. I'm not sold on Bateman yet. So Lamar's holding off and wants to potentially be franchise tag not one, but maybe two years before he signs a big deal. I think he changes his mind next offseason. I think once his body goes through another year, and if he gets hurt at all because he's a running quarterback... He's going to understand that he's playing with fire. If you're going to literally try and play this year, franchise tag, franchise tag, in four years from now, sign your big deal to try and get the $350 million bag instead of the two hundred fifty. I mean, I don't know. I, I, if I'm a running quarterback and I'm Lamar Jackson and I'm just struggling to stay healthy you know, each season and I'm running 150 to 180 times a season, you better sign that guaranteed deal while you have it because he could have a he could have a, a career ending injury and miss out on 
over $250 million or whatever the case may be. He could, he could sign a five, he could probably sign a 400 something million dollar deal stretched out over many years and make it around 49 million, 49 to $50 million a year, 49 to $50 million a year stretched out. You know, in, in like Mahomes is like $500 million deal. It's over like 10 or 11 years, right? So depending on how many years they can get him to commit to, they can stretch that deal out to a massive amount. But but ultimately what comes down to is the guarantee money and the per year. Per year, he's looking at 47 to $50 million right now. It's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. He better, he better, he better be smart about it. Hey, Smitty. So what I was asking yesterday is the Bengals play 14 games against top 12 passing defenses. Thank you, Kenny. Kind of worried for Burroughs and Chase and Higgins. Sorry, um, Kenny. I know they're talented as heck, but that's a pretty tough task. I missed the ending of that because I was reading that. I'm sorry. 14 games against top 12 passing defenses. Kind of worried for Burroughs and Chase and Higgins. Um, I know they're talented as heck, but that's a pretty tough task. Um, defenses change from year to year. Um, I, I think sometimes, you know, tough matchups allow for more passing. There's so many dynamics at play there. Sometimes, you know, when you're, you're potentially down or it's a shootout, it's, it's great. It's great. So I don't know that I worry too much about that. I, I think... I think Burrow is going to ball. I think defense has changed from year to year. The Bengals' offensive line is going to improve. Um, so Burrow, to me, is not a concern schedule-wise. Don't even worry about it. Like, would I maybe make it influence me to go Herbert or Josh Allen over Burrow? Yeah, it could push me over the edge there, I, I suppose. Like, if I'm on, I'm teeter-tottering and I'm looking at data and that stands out at the time, like, it could certainly be like a nudge. But, no, I'm, I'm not... Uh, I'm not worried about schedule for, for Joe Burrow. Uh, Kenny, sorry about this. Missing your super chat. Happy Father's Day weekend, Smitty. You're a beast. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, Kenny. And I appreciate your super chats. I appreciate your support. Kenny's an OG in here. Um, many OGs in here. You guys are all awesome. Uh, Pretty Richie, again, appreciate you. Uh, let me see if Pretty Richie DM'd me. Pretty Richie. Okay, I got your DM, Richie. I'm gonna send you. Uh, I'm gonna send you in to that spot, and then make sure you accept the invite. Bookmark it. Check your junk mail. I'll do it after the show, though. Next voicemail. We are going to voicemail group two now. Asher. Hey, Smitty, what do you think the 49ers offense is going to look like this year without Mike McC uh, McCarthy, McCaffrey, whatever his name is? Uh, I was wondering if McDaniels. I was wondering Mc if you like were uh, targeting Ayuk, um, Samuel, or um, any of their running backs. Let me know what your thoughts are. What is he, where is he working right now? Can anybody decipher? Oh, yeah, co uh, co coffee. You're doing coffee. Because it's Asher. I, I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't even. I forgot it was Asher. Asher was making some. What are you making? A, let's see what he's making. Hey, Smitty. What do you think the 49ers. Um, Samuel or um, any of their running backs. Let me know. Uh, is that food, Asher? Or is that is that an espresso machine? 
Um, I think I think Trey Lance is going to absolutely ball. I think McDaniel, the loss at McDaniel is going to be is going to be felt, but at the same time, McDaniel was brought up inside this coaching tree. I think McDaniel um, is going to do really well in Miami, given what he has. I think he he's limiting himself with Tua. But I mean, goodness gracious, bro! Like like the Niners have the weapons. The Niners have the upside. The Niners have the defense. The Niners have the wide receivers. Ayuk's going to have a really good year. He could they could potentially have two thousand yard receivers in in San Fran. And I know they run the ball. They're a run-heavy team, but Trey Lance is different. Trey Lance is going to allow them opportunity to to open up the offense and and stretch the field. And it wouldn't shock me, especially with the extra game, if the Niners had 2,000-yard receivers. So I feel like Lance will probably have uh, a top five to seven fantasy football quarterback season in 2022. He could run for six, 700 yards and, and seven to eight touchdowns. He's going to throw for, for over 30 scores. Um, this is going to put him at a potential like 38, 37 to 40 touchdown season because if he runs for seven or eight, throws for 30, you're looking at at least 30, 36 to 38 touchdowns um, minimum for Trey Lance if he's on the field, staying healthy and doing doing his thing. Uh, Adam M. traded Devontae Smith and Gesicki for Garrett Wilson, Hunter Henry in a 2024 first in Dynasty. Devontae Smith and Gesicki for Garrett Wilson, Hunter Henry. I mean, yeah, I love that. I love that. Garrett Wilson in the first round pick alone. I mean, get, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't like Hunter Henry, but hopefully you have another tight end option or you can pick somebody up. But, bro, that's that's amazing. Nice job. Adam, dropping fire. Andy. Hey, Smitty. Curious about your thoughts about uh, Kadarius Tony. I mean, he's really talented. I know he's wild and crazy, but looks like you can get him pretty late now in a lot of leagues. So, are you gonna take a shot on Kadarius in a few leagues this year? Um, Kadarius Tony, yeah, a little bit of a head case as you mentioned, but but definitely got potential. I mean, he's the number one wide receiver talent wise on the roster. So naturally, I you know I'm gonna gravitate toward him at a certain point line in the sand where he falls. If he falls into the wide receiver four range for me, four five. I'm, I'll take him, you know, but, but am I expecting anything? No, no, I'm not. Um, Colin, Colin thinks that I need to be perfect. Colin, I, I don't blame you for expecting perfection out of me, but two years ago, you talked up Clyde Edwards. Good God. Good God. This man missed something. Smitty, take a lap. Colin, I'm going to miss stuff. I, let me let me let me let me set the expectation now, Colin. I'm gonna miss some stuff. I put out over 400 videos a year minimum, 400 podcasts a year, 400 video podcasts, 400 YouTube shows. I put out a lot of content. If you think I'm going to be 100% accurate, Colin, not to mention everybody in the world missed on Clyde. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Be now it's Javante. Beware. Oh my God, he's got another prediction. Beware. <laughs> Smitty. Smitty, you were wrong. Two years ago, you were wrong. <laughs> Two years ago, you were wrong. What makes you think you can ever say anything ever again? Colin, I still appreciate you. I still appreciate you, Colin. 
Colin! To the moon. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Andy, did we get it, Andy's? Andy? Hey, Smitty. Curious about your thoughts about uh, Kadarius Tony. Oh, Kadarius Tony. Okay. We got it. Um, let's go to the phone lines. See, that, that, that's, you know what? I think Colin and I just became best friends. Taking one now, thanks, bud. Look at that. I could have came in and been been mean to Colin, but we just became best friends over that. Macho Taco, Javante between picks 10 and 18 seems fine. You're, you're, darn, you're darn right it seems fine. Javante is an absolute stud. You're right, Jeremy is an absolute stud. Smitty predicted Victor Cruz and Arian Foster. You know, Chucky, you're showing how old we are, bro. <laughs> bro, that let, let me just say this. Let, let, not to pat myself on the back, but these two calls, Chucky, were out of nowhere. I went on NBC Sports Radio at the time and dropped that, that Arian Foster prediction when he was literally a seventh-round pick coming out of that, that his rookie years, unrestricted free agent year. And I was like, this guy's a top five running back. And it was absolutely crapped on, bro. Arian Foster, no one saw him coming. Nobody saw him coming. And Victor Cruz, no one knew who he was. He was on my top. Remember I came out and said, uh, it was like a couple weeks before the season maybe or something like that, if I remember correctly. It was a while ago. Like, Victor Cruz is going to be a top 10 wide receiver. And I was like, who? Who? <laughs> that was funny. So, you know, Colin, you win some, you lose some, Colin. Uh, thoughts about Sky Moore and Dynasty. I like him, Adam, but I like Justin Ross more. And and you pay a lot less for him. So, like, draft capital-wise, of course I'm not drafting, you know, Justin Ross anywhere near Sky Moore. I'm taking Sky Moore. But, and the odds are in favor of Sky Moore. But I like Justin Ross, man. If he can stay healthy, and there's talk about, you know, maybe he won't, maybe he will. <sighs> Took Russell Wilson... Because you, yeah, that was another one where no one saw it coming, bro. We just out of nowhere. Like Russell Wilson's gonna be a top five to ten quarterback, and he wasn't even starting yet. Smitty, I drafted Justin Ross too. Add a boy, Adam. Good job, buddy. Melvin Gordon said he wants the starting job. That's right, he did say that. I also would like to be a professional basketball player. Kirk or Gage? Um, give me Gage. Russell Gage is gonna have a season. We won't do a moon call. But we're going to say that he's going to get lambed. Get lambed. Definitely love Russell Gage. Okay, uh, let's go to uh, the phone calls. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. Let's roll. Phone lines are open. Dial into the show. The last topic was Eli Mitchell. We don't talk about that now. So dial in and let's uh, let's discuss. Until then, do some pull-ups. You do some pull-ups, Chucky. I appreciate you, though, Chuck. Okay, Chuck, you're you're starting to make me look really old here. Michael Turner, Michael the Burner Turner, that was an amazing call. I love, but Chucky, you remember I called him a year early. I said Michael the Michael the Burner Turner will be a top five running back, and then he was gonna get traded. I think it was the Tennessee. 
if I remember correctly, he was going to get traded, and he didn't get traded. And then he, it was like another year I had to wait, and then he turned out to be an absolute monster. But yeah, stop making me look old, bro. Smitty, do you like who do I like at the 1.2 in Dynasty non Superflex? Um, JT's going one. I'd probably say either Najee or Chase or Jefferson. One of those three, and I could go. It could go in any direction. Kind of depends on if you think you can get running backs later. Smitty, I have Kenny Walker, Javante Williams, DeAndre Swift as my running backs. What do you think? I think you you taking advantage of your grandma in some four man league, bro. Fantastic, love them, love them. Excited about that crew. Colin, Colin says since we're best friends now, I need help on my two keepers, Kelsey. AJ Brown, Metcalf, or McLaurin. Um, I, I I lean away from Kelsey because then you don't have future keeper value unless there's something I don't understand to your keeper rules. But I think you're running the risk of of you know wishing you had picked one of the other players later. So I kind of feel like AJ Brown and Metcalf. Although, I mean, look, you have four options right here. It's possible that you end up drafting a Kenny Walker and you end up getting an ETN, and then you have more than enough options for the next year so player wise value wise maybe kelsey is a great keeper option for you if you firmly believe like year after year you have handfuls of of and plethora of options that make it to where you don't have to really worry too much about about whether you keep kelsey and lose aj brown you're gonna have other guys that you can keep and if there's no round attachments or, or auction dollar attachments or uh, decreasing rounds where you drafted them that I need to consider because that's a big component of, of a keeper league sometimes. I mean, you're not crazy to go A.J. Brown and Kelsey and just say, I'm taking the best two. I'm going to draft ETN. I'm going to draft a Walker. And I will have amazing options next year that don't even need to concern Kelsey. You know what I mean? Like maybe A.J. Brown and Metcalf. If you were to, that's where my initial gut instinct was. A.J. Brown and Metcalf, they have the most keeper value. I love McLaurin, but you can draft him. Uh, you can draft him back a lot easier than you can draft back AJ Brown and, and Metcalf. So you can get McLaurin still if you wanted. Um, but my initial reaction was going to be AJ Brown and Metcalf because they have the most keeper value as well. But if you're going to have ETN, you're going to have Walker, you're going to have guys to replace one of those. You know, I, I probably I would think about Kelsey, but it's not for sure. I mean, I could go either way, Colin. To be honest, uh, what's up? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Uh, you're talking to Chucky Charles. Chucky! Maybe. What's up, Chucky? <laughs> you said call in the show? Yeah, watch wa- wa- watch your language, number one. And number two, what can I do for you? <laughs> hey, uh, I, I guess I got a tape delay here, Smitty. Yeah, no problem. I, I was just saying, watch your language and let me know what I can do for you, Chucky. <laughs> I just... I, I wanted to put a voice with a face. Okay. Well, you still haven't seen the face. Yeah, I have, I, but Chucky, get, give me a... Bo- by the way, Smitty, I can't do any pull-ups, so... Yeah, I, I, I got no room to talk. I know you're just you're just having fun, but give me a bold prediction, <laughs> Chucky. Give me a bold prediction. Give me your best bold prediction. My bold prediction? I'm going to destroy one of my leagues this year. Yeah, we know that, but give me a, give me a player prediction. A player prediction. Man, um, Alec Pierce. I'm going to try and get him. I got him in one league. I'm going to try and get him in another. 
I think I agree with you. I think he will be the um, the number one in uh, Indianapolis. I think he could be by. It might be like midseason, you know, because it's going to take him a little bit of time. But yeah, not right away. But like Pittman, um, Pittman's good. Got, but he's what, got crazy mad mad ability. Yeah, but Pittman's good. But why is everybody like? It's weird. Like I feel like Bateman and Pittman are the same player. Like if you like Bateman, you love Pittman. If you like Pittman, you love Bateman. But like Bateman and Pittman are both players that the opportunity is more so the reason people love them. I think. You know. By the way, Smitty, people need to know how long you've been predicting the rise of players: Arian Foster, Michael the Bernard Turner, Victor Cruz. You predicted all of those a long time ago, and you've been doing it for a long time. So if you miss on one or two, uh, okay. Uh, like you said, not everybody uh, is going to be right all the time, but you've been doing it for a crazy, mad, long period of time, bud. I appreciate that, Chucky. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's fine. I don't care. Like, look, you kind of feel like you might have somebody that's a little upset at you. Like, look at Colin, and now Colin and I are, are best friends. So it's fine. Uh, I understand I understand that people like especially if they come onto the show for the first time you know like this year they're gonna be or last year like they're gonna be like well what's what's this guy you know what's he proven or whatever like when I get on Instagram you'll see people that are like I'm the best Instagram like in their profile they'll say I'm the best number one fantasy football predictor like people just claim all this stuff like at least I have a track record that you can date back to literally the early 2000s on radio. Did radio for 19 years straight, um, dropping the bull predictions and doing all that. And, and I'm not going to get everything right. But, you know, you do bold predictions, you're going to swing and miss big on some stuff because you're doing bold stuff. I'm not like I feel like I I I don't want to say invented bold predictions in fantasy football, but you could certainly say. There, there's probably no evidence of people dropping them before I did, and I coined them as bold predictions, and and people gravitated toward it from the content perspective and the radio perspective. I didn't do video back then because they're tired of just like looking at just cookie cutter stuff. So when I come out and I say, "Look, I I'm not just swinging for the fences, throwing mud at the wall and seeing what sticks." Like there's there's a definite like you know process to it. I go to the mountains, Chucky. I wear a robe, I go up to the top of the mountain, and I wait for the bull <laughs> predictions to be sent to me, and then I come back I down. I the robe. Yeah, the robe. I need to get a robe. I need to get a robe. I'm going to order a robe. I think I need to do a show in the ro- in a robe. Hey, when are we going to see the guys coming up out of the water like we used to? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. You, you know what I'm talking about? You mean walk on water? for you commercial? Oh, 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 I have that right here. Are you watching right now? Are <laughs> Am you wa- I walking? No, I'm... No, are you watching? I, I'm sitting in my chair. Okay, well, rewatch the replay. At one hour and 18 minutes in, I'm going to hit the button, okay? You are up at sex. You are up at sex. There you go. That's what Chucky's talking about. There we go. Old school. <laughs> Chucky, they like oh your they my. like your laugh. They like your laugh. It's part it's part they say it's goaded. Your la- your your laugh is goaded. There, there we go. 
All right. Smitty, I don't want to tie up all your time, but I sure enjoyed talking to you. I'll I pre- call in a little more. Yeah, often. call in more. Call in whenever you want. We'll do we do a vo- we do a phone show uh, a phone segment at least like every other show, but I'm gonna try and do it every show. This is becoming an hour and a half show. That actually got lucky. This tonight was supposed to be date night, and I wasn't supposed to be here. Yeah. But uh, my wife had something else to uh, to do, and so date nights canceled and pushed off till tomorrow. So that's why I got to tune in tonight. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you called in, Chuck. Thanks, Smitty. All right. Leave 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 all the little the 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 twenty year olds and the teeny boppers alone on the Discord. All right. They're 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 not they can't they can't handle your aggression so just stay in your lane. Well, my gosh, it's like you know, if you're gonna cuss, at least be inventive and choose some other words to say the same thing and don't you don't have to print the f bomb. Hey, hey, Chuck, I gotta go. We just got a two hundred dollars super chat. We gotta we gotta applause this oh, man yeah, right here. Absolutely, appreciate Thanks, you, buddy. Chuck. Rich uh, Richie wants to become. The top super chatter in a single live stream. This man, Richie. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, buddy. Richie, Richie, Richie is going in the top corner of the show for the remainder of the year. Or is someone going to knock? That would suck if someone knocked him off right now. If that happened, I put both. I put Richie and the. I put Richie, and and whoever. Uh, knocked him off up there for a while. I couldn't do that to Richie. But Michael K. Hey, can we give Michael K. CPA a round of applause for being number one for weeks and weeks? Michael K. CPA. Michael K. CPA. You have been goated. You have been Smitty. Just been Smitty approved. We appreciate you, Michael KCPA. And now we are going to make the change. $200 to Richie Rich. Uh, where is that super chat? Pretty rich, Richie Rich. <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh, pretty Richie. <laughs> Richie Rich. <laughs> Freddie Ritchie is now Pretty Ritchie. Pretty Ritchie is now at the top corner of every single Monday through Friday 7 p.m. show. Richie, if I ever forget to put it up, remind me. Just say, Smitty, put up my put up my banner, bro. Until someone knocks you off, you are the single highest live stream super chatter of the year. Beast. Uh Chucky wants you to call in Richie. <clears throat> stronger <laughs> stronger Wi-Fi incoming. <laughs> yeah, let's get on the phone. Hey, Verizon, send on over Bob. We're ready to set it up. $200 setup fee, no problem. I'll send Richie your way. <laughs> Okay, uh, appreciate you, Richie. I'm going to put Richie in the corner here. Richie's the man. All right, where were we? Stronger Wi-Fi incoming. Uh, phone calls. Yeah, dial in. 
10 years of mashed potatoes, says Prime. <laughs> Richie Rich. <laughs> I don't know why I called him Rich. What's Rich, Richie Rich? Is, is that that cart? What was that from again? Richie Rich. Is that the cartoon? Richie Rich. What was that? Yeah, it's like a cartoon, wasn't it? Or is it a TV show? Richie Rich? <laughs> I forget. Uh, anyway, phone lines are open. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. Yeah, it was a cartoon. Now Smitty can afford a new Wi-Fi service. Look, part. let's be honest. It's not about being able to necessarily afford it. It's about your victim to whoever your service providers are. Like, you can want a, a better service provider all you want, but if it's not, if there's only two options in your area, you got to roll with them. And literally, I've rolled with the two best options, and I continue to have cutting out of the Wi-Fi. So I my potential solution and I don't know if it's going to even help because I mean I'm certainly going to try uh I'm certainly going to try to um see if it'll work but I'm going to have two Wi-Fi's Smitty's going to have two Wi-Fi's I'm going to have two different Wi-Fi's so I can jump on one if one's bad but I don't know if that's going to help me during the middle of one of them being choppy so the only thing I could say is if one's cutting out I'll just jump to the other one but we'll also try the, the new one out, the new service provider out, and see if it's better. And maybe we have no cutting in and out, and then we'll just stick with them. But hit the like button for Pretty Richie. This is why VoIP phone service sucks, says Chucky. Pretty Richie's a beast. What a beast. Michael KCPA, can we can we get a round of applause again for Michael KCPA? Because, I mean, this guy was up there for a long time. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What can I do for you? Hello? Yo. Smitty. Yeah, you're live on the show. Who am I talking to? Hey, Smitty, this is Scott uh, Tyler. Scott, what's uh, up, look, buddy? man, I got, quite, I, I got a question for you, brother. Uh out of the four rookie running backs, Ken Walker, uh, let's see, Rashad White, Tyler Algier, and Brees Hall. Can you put them in order on what you on how you would draft them? I can't get all four. Of them. <laughs> you can't get all four. Yeah, not, not many people can get all four. Um, so let, let's uh, let me let me let me put them on screen. You, can you read them off again? Brees Hall, uh, Rashad White, Tyler Algier, and Kenneth Walker. I mean, it's pretty pretty easy ranking for me. Um, you probably should okay. know. You probably should know my ranking on this by now, I'd imagine, based on the shows. But uh, Hall, Walker, White, Algier. But but I will say that that. I, I quietly like Walker the most, but I don't want anybody to draft him ahead of Hall. Like, there's a certain amount. I, okay. I'm hearing a lot of echo. I don't know if you can turn down the show in the background. Um, yeah, hold on. Yeah. We'll turn it down. It's, Sorry about uh, that. No problem. So, 
There you go. I think when you're in a position to draft. Well, my, my, my question about my question about is all year. I think he might have the fastest track to start running back. He might, he might, but that doesn't mean he's going to be the better option. But, but they're all you can get these guys all at different stages. Like Hall and Walker. Yeah, if you've got one pick, you're probably only going to get one of them, right? If you got one pick right where those guys are going, White's more of a late first rounder. Algiers more a top of the second. Um, so they're very spread out. So it's not like you got to choose Algier over Hall or Walker or something. You'd be absolutely crazy to draft white or Algier anywhere near Hall and Walker because those ADPs are okay. close. Um, but, but if you have the 1.1, my advice is to grab Brees Hall. If you've got the 1.2, well, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about a redraft Smitty. in a redraft. Um, well st- still, you're yeah, going to draft them in different spots. Like if you look at, uh, let me show the board here. I don't know. I don't know if Walker's fallen really far and redraft yeah. on on these other on these other imbeciles. Man. I don't know if you're you're watching. Let me see if I can get this to focus. Yeah, I'm watching. Okay, so if if you're drafting, um, here here's uh, round one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, Algier is going. I imagine somewhere in the nine to twelve to to even fifteen range. Like it just depends on how knowledgeable your league mates are and how much the buzz starts kicking in about them. But this is Algier range. Like you're, like you might love them. You can grab them, but you need to grab them. I'd even say like ten round, ten to twelve round yeah. range, ten to twelve to fifteen, yeah. somewhere around there. Rashad White, I imagine, could go around this range, maybe in nine. So Rashad White, it just depends on on his buzz and everything. But right now, you should have no problem getting him in Tony Pollard, Madison, handcuff running back area. Um, Walker is going in this area here, and I don't find it a reach at all to grab him in five, like at the end of five, because I don't think the 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 reaching is going to hurt you. We're talking about very minuscule movement of okay instead of taking walker here you're taking him here you're taking a wide receiver here and you might still find the same kind of value there or whatever you know get mike williams here instead of getting um you know Pittman here like so so it's worth it to me to take kenny walker at the end of five or at least at the top of six so kenny walker is going in this area right here um i know this is getting hard to, to view but but as you can see there's not a lot of overlap just right here there's a little overlap but Brees Hall is going here. So everybody's compartmentalized in different parts of the draft. And I don't think you have to worry about, you could, you could literally scoop up all of them, you know, in a redraft because Hall's going in three or four. Well, the only problem with, the only problem with that is just some of the handcuffs that I want to steal. Well, you can't, people, man. you can't have everything, pal. You can't have, yeah, I know. you know, I know, but, but, but Hall, Hall is somehow, I did a rant at the beginning of the show. Hall's somehow going here. More often than not, but he's a steal here, and he belongs right here. Hall belongs right here, but do not do not take him there. He's going here. Yeah. So you can get all of them, bro. As you can see, this look at this drawing. Look at this masterpiece. I should turn that into an NFT. I got you, Smitty. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate Have you. Have a great Father's Day, man. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks for calling in. Calling anytime. 
Call in more. Call into the show. Down 602 in FL. Yeah, I mean, I, you can draft all of them. You know, Hall is a steal. Brees Hall is an absolute steal. I almost feel like going back into rant mode because I feel like this particular video doesn't encompass enough of my argument of Brees Hall. I almost feel like I may be getting a little upset that Brees Hall isn't being taken seriously. I almost feel that we are looking at a potential alert. Maximum levels reached. Prepare for transformation. Alert. Maximum levels reached. Prepare for... Okay, here we go. Last time we did this, it ended. All of you Brees Hall doubters out there, Brees Hall's worth. Don't tell your mom. Don't tell your grandma. Don't tell anybody because you want to steal them away. But he's worth a top 12 to 15 overall pick. I know you don't want to hear that. I know you think, Smitty, how could Brees Hall be worth a top 12 to 15 overall pick? But the same people that asked those questions asked us last year, how is Smitty, Smitty, but Smitty, how is Najee Harris worth a top 10 to 14 overall pick? You missed on Clyde Edwards alert, Smitty. You missed on Clyde. If Clyde can't do it, no one can do it. We need to relook at rookie running backs. No, we don't, Bob. Najee Harris was just fine. Brees Hall is Najee Harris. Najee Harris is Brees Hall. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. And Brees Hall is going to drop loads all over the field in 2022. Is there risk? Yes. Is there another running back? Michael Carter. Yes. Does it get factored in and baked into the value? Absolutely does. Michael Carter and all of the risk factors are why Brees Hall is now falling into round four. But it should be round three. But now it's round four. In best ball, if you get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com, you click that underdog banner that's right in front of your face right there on thefantasyfootballshow.com. It is tied to promo code SMITTY. And if you go to Underdog without going to thefantasyfootballshow.com and clicking on that banner that's linked to me, make sure you enter promo code SMITTY when you get over there. Um, Brees Hall is now falling into round four in best ball drafts. Brees Hall is now a league winner as much as Kenneth Walker is in round six or seven on Underdog. And why do you draft in June? Why do you draft in May, Smitty? Because guys could get hurt. Smitty! Smitty! Players get hurt. Why would you want to draft early? Or let's say somebody goes down next week with an ACL tear. See? I told you, Smitty. Players get hurt, Smitty. Now do you feel differently? Now do you feel differently, Smitty, about drafting players early? Because see? I told you. You know, those people are so disappointed when they come to me and say, See, now how do you feel about drafting early? And my response is, I don't care. I still feel exactly the same. I felt this way for 20 years. You're not going to change my opinion on the matter, Bob. Because when you have an opportunity to get Kenneth Walker around 6-7, when you have an opportunity to get Brees Hall in round 3, maybe 4, when you can get DK Metcalf in round 4, uh, uh, Waddle in round four, Burrow 
in round five, Herbert in round four. When you have the opportunity to get Swift, maybe round two, Javante round two, you have league winning potential at every turn. There is no better round to draft, better draft slot to draft in than 11 or 12 because you can get Swift, you can get Javante, then you can get DK, then you can get Waddle, or you could go with maybe an Adams and a Javante, an Adams and a Swift, an Adams and a Diggs, and then in the third and fourth round, you take ETN and Hall and Walker later. Imagine going zero running back through three rounds and getting ETN and four, uh, or Brees Hall in four, and Walker in five, and having those guys be your two running backs, or ETN in three, Hall in four, and Walker in six or seven, if you want to wait and he falls. Imagine going zero RB, getting back-to-back wide receivers and having that kind of team. Imagine coming out of pick number five with Jamar Chase, getting Javante in round two, getting, even if you take... Josh Allen, early quarterback in round three. You get Brees Hall in round four. You get Kenny Walker round six. You get Waddle potentially falling to five. I can paint a picture all day long. And a lot of the teams that I'm giving you, the reason they are league winners is because of Hall and where Hall is falling, because of Walker and where you're going you're gonna to be able to land him. DK, Javante, these are the names. These are the names of the players that are winning leagues everywhere. You look, and I appreciate every single one of you as I've got both my microphones side by side. When I switch, it will be seamless. So, now you know. Stormcat, appreciate you. Walker later is where the value is. Yeah, DG3, I mean, honestly, let me give you the honest truth, DG3. I'm not the guy to ask where to draft Walker because I can't contain myself. I grab him in the sixth round. I won't let him fall past round six. I grab him late five. But I really don't care because the difference between that, like like, reaching for Javante at number five overall is a huge miss because of the opportunity you have to draft him later. Reaching on Walker from six to five is a much smaller significant like hit in terms of what you could have got like you're ruining your upside or your potential i don't care i'll take walker in the sixth round all day long i don't want to risk somebody else getting him in round seven i don't want to risk it i'm taking walker in round six every time but i don't want you guys to take walker in four or or early five it's late five, it's six, anywhere in six. Don't let him go to round seven. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Someone's going to get cute and snag him around seven because they're going to listen to this show or somebody else that might be talking him up. Don't get reckless or crazy. Draft him around six without hesitation, without any kind of stutter step. Don't miss on drafting Kenny Walker. I got Walker at 13.8. That's ridiculous, bro. That's filthy. 
Reaching on bench players is always okay for me. Yeah, I mean, look. Reach for Madison around. Not multiple rounds. Noah's ADP. And not to mention, it's the pre-rank list, guys. It's so important. Like, so many people don't understand this pre-rank list. Okay? If you're sitting there, here's your pre-rank list. Okay? Select player. And you're looking at all players. And Walker is literally down here. You can't even see him. You have to scroll to even see him. And you're on the clock right here. This is your pick. You can wait on Walker. He's all—he's not even in sight. But if you're sitting there and Walker is literally the fourth or third RB... If you're looking at the RB dropdown, or if you're looking at the all dropdown, and he's like number six overall, and he's the third running back, number six overall, he's not going to be there if you're on the clock right now and you're going to pass on him. You've got to take him right there. It's, it, it's, it's really simple. And so many people don't use pre-rank lists to... King Richard... Pretty, pretty Richie. I, I kind of like King Richie. Pretty Richie. Are we, are we, are we sensing a name change to King Richie? The King Richie. I don't know. Maybe Pretty Richie is very special to you. We don't want to. We want. We don't want to change your name if that's what you want. But everyone's saying King in here constantly, and King's got a nice little ring to it, Richie. Okay, eighty-seven. Uh, Richie, tell me who you want to take. With this pick right here. And then we'll work out replacing your spot. Let's do your draft selection live on the show right now. So, so Richie, look at who's available. I'll tell you who's available, Richie. I'll do a screenshot and put it up on screen. Let's draft your selection live, pal. Richie, you deserve the spotlight right now. So, Richie is going to draft live. If that's okay with you, Richie. Um... This is going to be, what what draft slot is this? This is going to be draft slot called hold one. So you're, 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 you're taking that spot, Richie. Hold one. Available to you, Mr. Richie, are the following players. I'm going to screenshot this and put it up on screen. These are all of the available players that you can draft from right now, Richie. I'm pretty sure I'm going to encompass most everybody that you would want to consider. I don't think I need to take a third screenshot. I'll take a third screenshot just in case. Why is, D- Why is DJ Chark so high? <laughs> okay, here we go, Richie. These are the players available to you. To draft. I took three screenshots and you can pick between these guys. So these are the available players to draft, Richie. You are on the clock right now. We'll, we'll get you taken. We'll have you take over the team after you're on the clock. Let's make your pick. You have, oh, I have multiple of this one. Let's see, Keenan Allen. Oh, that, that's the one I need. So you have, 
you have Chubb, you have Fournette, you have Mixon, you have Barkley, you have Monty, Kamara, Elliott, Aaron Jones, Swift, Debo, James Conner, CeeDee Lamb, Cam Akers, Tyreek Hill, Josh Jacobs, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, Gibson, Javante, Singletary, Hey, Richie, we're live. I'm not sure if you see my my talking to you here on the live stream. We want you to draft live. I'll put all the players that are available on the screen, and let's have you pick live, and then we're going to have you take over your team after that rather than, than do all the, the, the technical stuff. So, all right. Left him a little voice message on IG. Let's hope uh, Richie checks it out. I can see if he's seen it. Come on, Richie. Where are you at, Richie? How many copies of Javante are left? I believe there's no copies. Oh, yeah, there are. Javante's there in the, mi- the middle group. Javante, Keenan. Yeah, because we're in the first round still. Um, I don't know how many copies are left. But until eight copies are gone, Richie has his choice of every player that hasn't had eight copies of, of that player gone. All right. Richie's here. Richie, you're on the clock. You're going to pick live through me on the show, and then we'll set you up after. Let's do this. Who are you taking, Richie? Who are you taking? Chubb, Fournette, Mixon, Barkley, Montgomery. Come here. I mean, let's get real. The, the options are Aaron. No, not even Aaron Jones. Swift, Debo, Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Diggs, Javante, um, Kelsey. I'm just giving you the options that are probably on the table for you in terms of what you're. Uh, I don't think anybody in drop down three. Yeah, and, and and just so you know, bro, your pick you're gonna pick at uh, at this pick, and then you're gonna pick. Um, so your pick 87, 87 divided by eight copies of every player is ten point eight. So you're really at pick ten. So you're gonna have essentially 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So six players. So Richie, you'll be picking again. It'll be a while because of how many people are in the draft, but you're essentially picking this player and most likely another one of these top six players that you're gonna have your your eye on here. So you'll you'll be able to most likely select two of of everybody that you see here. I don't know how many copies you'll have to kind of look at that on the draft board. But who are you taking here? Everybody's saying Swift, Mixon. What are you guys thinking? Who do you guys want King Pretty Richie to take? I can't wait to see what he says. Let me get Mixon. He said it. Mixon it is. Pretty Richie wants Mixon. I'm going to draft him for you right now. Draft. Team hold one, which is going to turn into Pretty Richie. Pretty Richie's beast. Pretty Richie's on the clock. He's going to take Mixon. Per Pretty Richie live on the fantasy football show. YouTube live stream on Friday. June 17. Boom. Pretty Richie. 
And then Byron took Mixon right after you. Senior Hyphies on the clock. David Carmichael, then Yorks, then Carlos, then Devin, then Danny, then Order 66, then Richard Watson. Um, Richard Watson, if you're watching, contact me right now. Pretty Richie dropping straight fire live on the show. Congrats, my friend. You own Mixon. He's on your roster right now. I'm going to invite you right after the show because I don't want to I don't want to delay the show. So he's yours, buddy. I'll add you, send you an email after the show. Appreciate you, Richard. Yeah, if you can get Swift too. Pretty Richie, that would be pretty dope. Digs. I like it, I like it, I like it. <sighs> Richie's doing pretty good. Richie is balling. Uh, I took Najee with my pick. My pick was up high. I prefer this lower pick. I wanted the 11 to 12. I wanted it. Swift on the turn. Batty. Yeah, that was an accident. Um, I fixed it for him early on. It happened right away. And I fixed it right away. But I've had a few people want me to redo their picks. And I just can't do it. We can't do it. You guys got a pre-rank. It's an hour timer. I know the hour timer is short, but when you can pre-rank. Oh, pretty rich you want Swift. Well, you already picked Mixon, though. You mean for the next pick? That would be great, Richie. Um, Richie, set your round two rankings. Well, he's not in yet. He's not in yet. I got to send him an invite. But, but yeah, I mean, Richie, you, you could, how many copies of, of Swift have gone? Cause you should be able to give him with your next pick. You took Mixon already. I went off what you said. He said, let me get Mixon. We put him in. Um, let me see how many copies of... of uh, only two copies of Swift have gone. Only two copies of Swift have gone. That means there's six more copies of Swift available... No copies of Javante. Um, Adams has gone one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight copies of Adams. Adams is off the table. No copies of Diggs yet. Jamar Chase has gone one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's gone for sure. McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey's gone. Yeah. He was not in the drop down.
The Cup League is going to be tough, says Fantasy Dog. Look, I have an announcement to make. I think this one's going to be cheaper. Like, we've been doing... I, I don't want people to... Like, of course, I love that people... Um, oh, we're supposed to be on the call-ins. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Down 602 in uh, call into the show. Um, we're going to do another league. This one's going to be as follows, okay? This one, this new league, it's going to be a cup a cup version 2 league. But we may not call it that, okay? We may not call it that, but it's going to be a cup version, uh, version 2 league. I put versus 2. Version 2 league. And what it's going to entail is, I don't know if it's going to be a draft like this. If, if we're going to do 96 people, I don't even know how many people we're going to do in it, but if we're going to do 96 people, let's say, we have to do it on My Fantasy League. I know it's archaic, I know it's older, but it can handle and maintain this type of eight copy of every player. But if we do another league, eight copies of every player, it's going to be like this. No bench spots that means that you literally have to cut somebody if they're hurt you literally have to cut somebody if they're on a buy and you can't afford the buy and the lineup requirements will be as follows it'll be one QB two running backs two wide receivers one flex one tight end so the draft will only be seven rounds so that'll be a much more manageable thing to pull off if we you know fill spots you know quickly and get going we're gonna make it ten dollar super chatters get in not doing 20, we'll do 10. Anybody that drops a $10 super chat or more, it's a way of me creating something amazing. I don't have prizes yet for it, but we will certainly get them. But it's going to be one QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, one flex, one tight end. Um, and and just anybody that drops a $10 super chat gets in. It's not an entry fee. There's no there's not a pool of prize. I, I, don't, I don't do things where I collect money and hand out money to people for a winner. I don't do those kind of um, leaks on the show. This is more of a, we're building the channel up. Everything everything you guys give is amazing, and I want to do something amazing back. I want to make an amazing league, amazing ex- experience with awesome prizes. Um, for the Cooper Cup League, we got the autographed uh, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Hall of Fame, red, full-size helmet. We've got the Trophy Smack, massive trophy. We've got the, the custom fantasy ring um, that looks a lot like this bad boy here. This is mine. This is mine. This is like a $150 to $300 prize right here. You get your name, the record, the year, or in our case, it'll be total points. Um, your name on it. This looks and feels like a real Super Bowl ring. Comes in an amazing box that your girl's going to think you're proposing when you pull it out. Absolutely phenomenal ring. Things like that we're going to have for this. But um, Fantasy Dog says make it best ball. Uh, I don't know if we can. Yeah, we might be able to actually. We could do that. We could make it a best ball instead. 
But no, the reason we're doing this, we could we could make I could turn it into best ball without waivers, but it would be seven rounds. We need to do it quick. We we need to do a quick seven round draft, not a fifteen round draft with the ninety six people involved or however many we end up getting. But uh, one QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex, and a tight end. Maybe I make it to where that's best ball and there's no ad drops. You pick who you pick. Hopefully they survive. Hopefully they don't get hurt. Kind of like last year's door league in a way because you just picked uh, in one of those leagues. You picked three players and that was it. Um, but I think it would be better to have waivers and have it active. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but look for the announcement on that. Maybe we'll talk about that Monday. And we'll start taking, you know, anybody that drops a 20 super chat, we'll get into that league. Cooper Cup version 2, or the no bench league, we might call it. That's coming Monday. Get ready for it. Um, Brian Barnes says, is my pick gone already? Um, Brian Barnes. Um, let me see. No, Brian, you're going to be picking, I believe, last, man. You will be 96, I think it is. Sorry. I might have told you the wrong one last time. Yeah, I think you're picking 96. Because you're replacing someone we haven't heard from. Uh, I'm going to put you in right now. I'm going to send the invite to you right now. Let's see here. Uh, give me till the end of the show because it's going to take too long to do that, and I don't want to. I don't want to make people sit through that. But at the end of the show, I'll send it out. You'll get an invite. Make sure you bookmark it, check your junk mail, and then get in there and pre-rank or, or if you think you're going to be live when you're on the clock. But you'll be the last pick in the draft. You'll have back-to-back picks, bro. You're going to be the only person. Everybody else has to wait days to pick. You're literally going to get back-to-back draft selections. That's got to be fun. And it's the best draft slot. Like, it literally is the number one draft slot, in my opinion, in 2022. You get the 12 pick. The the, the actual, legit 12 pick in this 96-team league. So, congrats, Brian. I'd be excited if I was you. Back-to-back picks. Woo! 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 <laughs> you know... Well, that's gonna probably do it for today. We we did a we did a number. We did a two hour show on top of the what was the first one? Like twenty minutes. It's like two hour and twenty minute show today. So we're live every Monday through Friday. Your boy Smitty is live at seven PM Eastern every single Monday through Friday. Um, join me uh, Monday. We'll be kicking things off. But anytime there's breaking news, your boy Smitty goes live. If McLaurin signs a, a an extension tonight, I will go live. If DK Metcalf gets traded or signs an extension, I go live. If another case breaks in the Deshaun Watson situation or he's innocent on all counts, I go live. 
If he's suspended for the year, I go live. I want you to know, anytime anything breaks, I go live. I work for you. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com and get your lifetime membership. Get your text advice on the text line, one-on-one text advice. And and, and reply, subscribe to the show, and, and like on your way out the door. But I reply to every comment, so drop a comment right Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Click on the underdog banner. Use promo code SMITTY. Get into an underdog draft. These best ball mania threes are awesome. $2 million to first place. $1 million to second place. Uh, $1,000 goes to 470th place. Your, your mom can make a lot of meatloaf off of that kind of quiche. So go get go win that cash money. Help your mom out. Uh, Brian, I'm going to be email or DMing you on Instagram right now in a second. Okay, pal? Leave, leave a comment after this video goes live on YouTube. Right now it's a live stream, but get on over to uh, the comment section. We got a voicemail here. Oh, we already answered this one. This is that that rookie question. Appreciate everybody. Leave a comment. I will get back to every single question that you drop once this video goes live. And the comments start off on zero. Not in the live chat. In the comments, I will get back to everybody. Appreciate every single one of you. Peace out. Have a good night. Hopefully, news breaks so I'm live later. You know, I sniff a live stream, an emergency live stream in the next 48 hours. There's something that's going to come down. I can feel it. Later. Later.